Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... We don't really realise that such a large industry, and I wanted to do something that could have a big impact and a real structural change. I think people want alternatives to banks in particular, so it was kind of the genesis of the idea. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 324 of Impact Boom. My name's Indio Miles and I'm passionate about communicating the initiatives and enterprises causing sustainable and positive change globally. Today we're speaking with Mark Goldenfine. Mark is a creative entrepreneur with deep experience in technology, payments, and digital media. Over the past 15 years, he has held senior positions at Fairfax Digital and Tribooking and taken advisory roles at Australian startups, including Pearly and Parlor Geeks. Working across multiple roles, Mark has overseen strategy, product, marketing, and developed major partnerships with global brands, including Founders Forum, Fast Company, GQ, Tablet Hotels, and Freeze Art. Mark believes that artists deserve long-term stability and that the arts community contributes enormously to our well-being and should be valued accordingly. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing the role of Australia's art sector in creating sustainable and cooperative communities and how people can create an impact through modified spending and conscious consumption. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to be speaking with you. Nice to speak to you too. Thanks so much for having me. Excellent, Mark. So just to start off, could you please share a bit about your background and then what really led to your work in the social enterprise, social impact and art space? Thanks for having me, Indio. I guess I started my career in technology, media and e-commerce, but I've always had an interest in the arts. I joined an arts board for a small arts organisation called AFIDS a few years ago, where I really learned a lot about the challenges in the art sector. I think everyone knows that the arts isn't funded sector. Being inside a small arts organisation gave me a really interesting insight into what the day-to-day challenges and the gaps are. And then COVID hit and thought I had to do something. The arts was one of the sectors that was really heavily impacted. I got together with some close friends and colleagues to talk about what we could actually do, what ideas we could come up with to actually support the sector. And that sort of led me to social enterprise. Just a big need for the art sector in that time of need. That's where we came up with ArtsPay. It's really clear you've just outlined that mission and that purpose and that need and want for the art sector to have that stability and support. You just touched on it at the end there, but you're a co-founder of ArtsPay. And for our audience, it's a payment processing innovation and it helps people through their payments support the arts. So can you share with our audience a bit more about how ArtsPay works and then where the idea for it originated from? You know, when you walk into a cafe and buy a coffee or a donut or whatever it is, and you walk up to the counter and you take your credit card out and you tap it on that payment terminal, the merchant who's selling the goods, they have to pay fees, merchant fees to process those payments. 
Merchant fees globally payments is a multi-trillion dollar industry. So those fees really add up. And right now, most of the fees are going to banks or off to Silicon Valley. And so ArtsPay, the idea is that we take a percentage of those fees, 50% of the profits from those fees, and we we move them into our foundation, which is called the ArtsPay Foundation. And that foundation will redistribute those fees back into the arts ecosystem through grants and fellowships. And they're really going to be supporting independent artists and small arts organisations. The idea is just redistribute fees that usually go to shareholders back into our own ecosystem. And we do that through the payment terminals. And also we have an online payment gateway so we can process payments online too. I guess the idea came from, I was working in ticketing for a long time and still learned a lot about payments there. It's a hidden cost. We don't really realize that such a large industry and I wanted to do something that could have a big impact and a real structural change. I think people want alternatives to banks in particular. So it was kind of the genesis of the idea really interesting idea of arts pay and it's fascinating the area that you're using it to address and then also that hidden cost that you were talking about there that happens in all of those transactions through all of your experience and as you said you've worked in all of these different spaces whether that's through digital media technology partnerships all of these different places and now you're in this impact space so where are there opportunities to generate impact and support social causes, more specifically in the arts sector? Definitely a few ways you can get involved. You can volunteer your time. You can donate to arts organisations that you love. You can lend your expertise if you want to join a board. But really what ArtsPay is trying to do is give business an opportunity to support the arts as well through their payments. And it doesn't cost them anything it doesn't cost their customers anything and they're able to generate a flow of money back to the arts ecosystem that's a really interesting way now that you can support the arts through business and customers can also shop at arts pay venues and Mm. support the early adopters and those who are out there using arts pay you can go buy alcohol you can buy tickets you can buy clothing there's so many options now we've got lots of arts pay customers out there they can support those who are using arts pay but i think everybody wants ways to support the arts and they were trying to provide business with a way of generating an ongoing support you're really positioned at that intersection there for people to be able to support that arts and creative sector through their daily activities and through things that they're already doing and it's really amazing if we're looking more broadly now a bit more at the organizations and the institutions that govern us. So for example, governments and corporations, where do opportunities exist for these organizations to more effectively foster creativity and innovation in their own workplaces? I think it starts with the purpose of the organization. I think when business wants to do good and profits, not the only motive, then the team or staff can really think outside the box and foster creativity because they're truly engaged in the mission. I think mm. that's really important. That's what I've seen a lot of organisations that when their purpose is slightly higher than just profit, it just gets people going. It gets people excited. They bring their whole self to work. They have ideas. They talk to their community. And I think the benefits are really there. It's important now. I don't have to tell you that it's important to have a mission that's beyond just profit. Our mission is to build a new sustainable funding source for the arts. And it's a weird way to do it. We think payments is an interesting way to do it. 
Interesting indeed. And if we're looking at that art sector there, and we talked a bit about it in your bio, perhaps about that long-term stability. And if we're looking at the art sector and hypothetically, if it achieved that long-term stability, what external benefits would be created for society by increasing A, the art sector's existence and ability to survive, but then B, for people and the public to be able to engage with that art sector more effectively? What benefits are created for the public? Such a good question. I think when the arts thrive, the whole economy thrives, there's really a huge economic downstream benefit, whether or not you're a restaurant or a bar or you're selling fashion. When the art sector is getting people out of their homes, you're going to see theatre, you're going to see music, there's this enormous downstream economic benefit. When the pandemic hit, it really showed that there's an enormous wellness aspect to the arts and our cities really need the arts to thrive and mm. it's just an enormous impact on our health and well-being. The arts really generates an enormous impact, whether it's through econ- economic benefit or also through our city's wellness really fascinating and it's amazing to hear that the arts sector is connected so connected to the public there's great reports out there that talk about how much economic benefit there are and there's some really new interesting research coming out of some think tanks about how much economic benefit is and you can check out the new approach which is a group out of canberra that has got a really interesting take on the economic benefits Those are some really fantastic resources. And it's amazing to see how the public can engage with that art sector. And then if ArtsPay achieves its mission to create that stability, then all of the flow on benefits, those externalities that the public will experience as well as the artists, which is really fabulous. We're moving into the end of our interview now, Mark. I've just got two questions left. So the first one is what inspiring social enterprises, projects, initiatives, have you come across that are creating a positive social change? I think it's good to shout out the OG initiatives like Who Gives a Crap and Thank You. I think Who Gives a Crap particularly was an inspiration for me. Recently, I've seen a really cool business called The Great Wrap, which is looking at changing the way we use plastic in our homes for wrapping food, but also they're looking at the way that plastic's used in shipping in businesses. Mm. It's an incredible startup. It's based in Victoria. I met the founder and they're doing great things. It's going to have a huge impact as well. So that was one that I think it's worth mentioning. Definitely a few really fabulous organizations there. You just mentioned actually quite a few fabulous resources there for people to check out in regards to society and the arts sector. But to finish off, are there any other books or resources, even if it's podcasts, audiobooks, anything like that, that you would recommend to our impact community and listeners? I love getting newsletters. I know not everyone loves an email newsletter, but I love <laughs> a couple. There's one called Dense Discovery, which is really cool. It's very thoughtful. It's very well considered. Talks about social issues, design. I think that's a really cool mm. project. Then there's another one out of the US it's called Startupy. It's more just links to really interesting articles about entrepreneurship. And then I guess because I've come from an entrepreneurship background, the book that I always recommend to people who are interested in doing something and creating something is The Lean Startup. It's really a great way to understand how to start something. They're the resources I'd recommend. 
really a few fabulous resources there. And all of those enterprises, including Artspay, of course, that you mentioned throughout the interview, as well as the resources, books, other things that you've talked about, organizations, they will all be linked in at the end of the article. So once our listeners have either listened to us have a chat today, or people have read through the article and looked at your insights, they'll be able to click on through to all of those and check them out a bit more. So that actually brings us to the end of our interview today, Mark. I just want to say on behalf of Impact Boom, thank you so much for making the time to talk with us today and have this conversation and for providing your generous insights. I think that there's a lot of fantastic information and insights there for both myself and definitely for our listeners to engage with. So it was very much invaluable to be speaking with you today. And I just wish you all the best in your future with ArtsPay. We'll definitely be following it closely and we can't wait to see where the sector takes off and where ArtsPay fits into that. So thank you so much, Mark. Pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.